Hello, can you hear me? Man, I don't know if this is good sound or not. Sounds as though it's echoing. But we're going to find out. And I have to say, I don't know if this... I don't know if this is going to work or not, but we're going to do it. Oh, we're already recording, right? So here we go. Ooh, you can hear everything. Everything. Ah. Now I understand the, um, legit, I can hear the train. When I tell you this is a good mic, this is a good mic. Noise canceling is a beautiful thing.
This is the reason we're not farther along than we want to be. You know, you think about, I can speak for myself. I think about where I intentioned to be, where I thought I would be at certain intervals of my life. You know, we go through the, where I want to be at 25. Once we realize at, maybe it was just me, but maybe this applies to you. Once we realize at the age of 18, oh my goodness, the world is our oyster. There's so many possibilities. Did my sound just go out? What just happened? How did my sound just go out? Absolutely hear nothing. Okay, what am I supposed to be saying? Oh. Okay. Let's start that again. All right. Okay, so I, okay, I can hear myself again, I guess. That is so interesting. Is it the computer? I have no idea. Okay. It's very odd. We're starting from here. This is the reason we're not further along in life than we want to be. It is because we do not take the time to consider why we are where we are and what has contributed to that. And you hear me say that, and you probably think, I don't want to take the time to do that. It takes too long. I don't want to go that deep, but I'm not talking about doing it on a deep level in the fact of it's going to take a lot of time. I'm talking about doing it on a daily basis. And a lot of people are familiar with the term meditation or mindfulness. And I myself am not a fan of either of those words. Why am I not a fan of those words? Because unfortunately it has been I won't say unfortunately, but it has been connected very prominently to think empty in your mind and allowing your mind to go into complete silence where you're listening for something or someone to commune with you. No, I don't believe in doing that. I believe that the only person that I want to commune with who is in a spiritual form is Jesus Christ. That is it. So I don't want to empty my mind to wait for something or someone to speak to me. No, I would prefer to meditate on the words that Jesus Christ has given to the world, which we can find in the Bible, and then listen for him to speak to me in addition to that with what he wants me to do or how he wants me to be that aligns with his word. So for that reason, I'm not a big fan of meditation, again, because of the connotation that it goes that goes with it in our culture today. However, the actual definition of meditation is to think deeply or carefully about something. That is one of the definitions that is from, I believe, Oxford Dictionary or Oxford Languages. And when I think about that, that is exactly what I'm talking about. And why and how does that contribute to we're not where we want to be? It is because, like I said, we don't consider why we are where we are on a daily basis. And 
that consideration then causes us to determine what we need to do differently to get closer to where we want to be in the next day, in the next hour, in the next moment decision that we make. I say all that to say, stop listening to so much information. Okay, you'll hear this and you'll think, okay, Kanisha, the Coach Up podcast, you would then be one of the things that I would stop listening to. If that happens, I'm okay with that. Because ultimately, we are taking in way too much information. Hello, myself included. Absolutely 110%. Taking in way too much information. We're in an age where information is available to us all of the time. We have YouTube that has over 30 million YouTubers. The last time I heard a statistic, which means I am sure there are billions of hours of material available to us to watch and to listen to. You have podcasts. There's at the last stat that I heard, it was almost 5 million podcasters. That is a ton of people putting out content. And let's add that to the fact that that's new information. That's not all the radio shows and stations that we have. That's not the television that we have access to. That's not the streaming services that we have access to. That's not the social media platforms I know YouTube is a social media platform, but that doesn't include YouTube. That doesn't include Facebook where you have Facebook lives and you have Facebook information and you have workshops. And that doesn't include Twitter. And that doesn't include Instagram and TikTok and all of the other social media platforms where you have information available that is bombarding us, that is that we can seek out, that we do seek out, that gives us same information if you're looking for the same thing, contradicting information if you're curious and want to see what someone says about something versus someone else, or you're well-rounded and you're taking in multiple viewpoints of information, either way, it's a lot of information. And the question is, what are we doing with that information? And then the question is in the application, which is the doing of that information, is it serving our purpose to get us closer to where we want to be? I think about when I was 18 20 in college. And even before then, right, the world was the oyster, or so I thought. It was the oyster in the parameters in which I was aware, right? Things are bigger than we are always, and we don't know what we don't know. And you cannot yet usually imagine, at least on our own, Jesus can definitely tell you there's more, but you can't usually imagine something that you haven't been exposed to very rarely, right? And so (laughs) if you did not know that there were other countries in the world, you would, and you lived in the United States, you would only want to visit the states in the United States if you wanted to visit them. You wouldn't know that, oh, there's a whole world to explore. But I say that to say, even before going to college, but at a young age, thought, oh, there's so much in the world to do. And yet, in the parameters in which I was taught, exposed to, I I didn't know everything that was available. But then as I grow, I learn, oh, there's even more. Oh, there's more opportunities. Oh, there's more ways to make a living than just being a doctor or a lawyer, right? There are things that pay well outside of those two things, right? Every child is, I won't say every child, but many children back in the day, you either wanted to be an attorney or you wanted to be a doctor because those things were going to pay you well. Okay. But there's so many more ways to make a living and to make a prosperous living, right? 
But then you get older. And so then at 25, you recognize, oh, there are more things that I want to do in the world. I want to travel. I want to be in a relationship and be married. I want to have children. Oh, okay. And then I get to be 30. All right. And now I want to make a mark on the world or I want to give back or I want to be able to influence people. Oh, now I'm 40. Okay. I want to start preparing for grandchildren and for retirement. And, you know, we're constantly making decisions and we're constantly evolving, but we only do that well and on track if we have information that is a conduit to get us where we want to go. And we apply that information well, and then we get there faster when we take that information and we look at how we applied it and we say, hmm, did I apply that well? Was there a different way to apply that? Could I have made a different decision that would have gotten me further along my journey faster or with less hurdles or in a more joyous fashion? And that is meditation because you're thinking on something and you're considering it carefully. And it does, it says thinking deeply and asking ourselves, are the decisions that I'm making aligned with who I say that I am? Are the decisions that I'm making moving me further toward or further away from what I say I want? Do I really want what I say I want? And then evaluating the words that I'm using, the people that I'm around, the decisions that I made today, did that prove my thought process? What I say my values are? Did it prove it or did it disprove it? (laughs) Am I being truthful to what I say I want or am I not being truthful to what I say I want based on my actions, right? And that is meditation. And so how does that also involve with stop taking in information? Because we don't again, take time to actually meditate on what we're doing because we're constantly taking in information. I'll give you a perfect example. This morning, I was out for a walk. You may be listening to this at any point in time, so the date doesn't matter, but I went for a walk today. And while I'm recording this, it is morning. So I just got back from a walk and I enjoy listening to podcasts while I'm walking. I listen to I finished one podcast episode and started another. And as I was listening, this is where this topic came to mind. And I thought the information that I'm listening to is really good. I was listening to a podcast about trading and it was all about the mindset of round trading. And actually both of the episodes had to do with mindfulness meditation. And again, mindfulness is one of those words that again is a buzzword in our society today and is a problem for me when attached to the same way that meditation is described. But mindfulness in and of itself actually is, if I'm going to get this definition correctly, I did not look this one up, but mindfulness being I am aware, I am present of the state of my mind and the present moment right now. I am not planning for the future. I am not stuck in the past and considering what has happened. I am in this moment evaluating what I need to do. Past and present, past and future are both going to play into that because we are making decisions based on our experience, which is all past. And we're making decisions based on what we want to happen in the future, our goals. All of that's already in the present moment because it is in our being. 
yet I am looking at current situation right now and making a decision in this moment for what needs to be done or what I'm thinking. And that is, and being aware of that. And that is being mindful, I think. But nonetheless, I'm listening to these podcasts and I think I really need to take some time to think about what these individuals are saying. It's not anything that I haven't heard. It's not anything that I haven't read. I've not been exposed to. I've not listened to on other podcasts or from sermons of pastors that I trust or read in a book. No new information. Yet, am I doing what they're talking about doing? And if I'm not, which I'm not consistently, why am I not? And then I need to take the time to figure out since I'm not, and then I figure out why I'm not, then I need to figure out how do I start to? Is it important enough for me to do that? Do I see the value in it? And then if I do see the value in it, how do I start to make this a regular practice? That the information that I'm receiving, that I find value in, that I believe can have a positive impact on my life, how do I start applying it? I can't do that effectively if every time I have a spare moment or every time I am walking, which means there's typically no distractions, there's no screens in front of me because typically I'm walking outside. It's different if you're walking in a gym and you're watching television or the screen that's on the on the treadmill, but I'm walking outside. So only the beauty that God has created and allowed man to create is what's in front of me. So I don't have the distraction, the visual distraction. So the only thing that I have is what's in my head, unless I want to use my eyes to look around and people watch and make up stories, but I don't do that. Nonetheless, I then have time, and I'm just using the walk as an example, to actually think through what is going on in my life, what decisions I've made, what decisions I made yesterday, what I need to do for the day, and assess myself as to have I been making decisions and putting forth action that is aligned with what I say I want and my values. But if instead of doing that and taking the time to do that, I am bombarding myself with more information, I'm never taking a moment to actually figure out how to apply the information that I'm taking in. So that's why I circle back to stop listening to so much. Stop thinking that the more you listen to, the more information that you get, the more people that you have fitting into you, the more that you quote unquote know, the better you are going to be. No, it's very interesting to me. And again, I am talking to myself as much as I am sharing with you. It's very interesting to me that we think or we see individuals who can have a very simple simple formula for doing something and be exceptional at it. Because when we get very good at one or two things, we become masters in that. And so many of us want to be a jack of all trade, master of none, because we think the more that we know, the more that we have our hands in something, the better off we are, the smarter we'll appear, that type of thing. Maybe, But I would challenge that and say the individuals who have figured out, I'm going to master one or two things. I am going to get very, very good 
at adhering consistently over and over to a system, to a process, to an area of knowledge. I'm going to get so good at it that very little can cause me to go off track, can cause me failure, can cause me not to achieve success in that area. And it comes because they made a decision to focus on one subject or two subjects. And then they made a decision to apply what they know. Then they made a decision that in the application, they assessed the application to adjust and then move forward with more application with now adjusted application to continue to better get better and continue to evolve. I want to say, I'll use the obvious example, which I hate to use, but it is, it's a great example. Apple. Apple's a great example. Apple is a trillion with a T trillion dollar company. And they have all of their products revolve around their iPhone. Apple doesn't have any other cell phone except the iPhone. There are other companies, Android, you know, Android phones. So you have Apple and you have Android. In Android category, there are a multitude of phones, right? Samsung Galaxy, Google phones, all sorts of things. (laughs) And it's even funny because I think Android, I don't even know if this is correct, but I'm going to. I'm going to assume if I'm wrong, somebody please correct me. But we use the terminology Android to describe all other cell phones. And then Apple, because of the way it's set itself apart, is its own category. And yet it is just one phone, just one phone, just one brand. You have, like I said, you have Samsung, you have, um, who else do you have? You have Galaxy. Oh, Samsung Galaxy are the same thing. You have Google. You have um, what, LG, I think. Yes, has phones. I don't even know. I have an iPhone. Not because it's the absolute best, but that's just what I actually have. But I say all that to say, Apple honed in on its one item. And now it Yes, Apple has iPads, it has computers. But when it comes to cell phones, they only have one. And they make that cell phone so well. Or they make the branding so well and the marketing that we have believed, many have believed that it's it's the best phone on the, pro- on the market. I need to get a new one every year, despite the fact that the phones will last three, four, five, six years. Still need to get a new one every single year when it comes out because they have decided to master that one thing. And every year they are evaluating what is great about this, what is not great about it, hence meditation. How can we improve this? What has worked? What do we need to treat, tweak? And then they make those adjustments and then they get feedback and then they make more adjustments. And then they provide us with new features and better options each and every year that the new iPhone comes out. And we say, absolutely, I need the new thing because they have meditated. They've thought carefully about 
what needs to improve. They've applied it. They've adjusted. They've delivered. And then they start the process all over again. We have to learn how to do the same thing. But what they're not distracted by is all the other options of creating all types of other different phones. They are not taking in information to say, oh, we could probably start a second line of cell phones. No, they're not taking in information to say, oh, maybe we're going to branch out into space travel. I use that in reference to our wonderful entrepreneurs who have built spaceships. We all know who those are. They're not distracted by bombarding information that does not serve their purpose. They are focused solely on gathering the information that they need, that is relevant to the values that they have, that is pertinent to getting them to the goal that they have attached to the one area of focus for them, which is their iPhone, implementing the information that they're receiving about that one thing to make it better, applying, and then delivering, getting the final result and delivering that to the public. And that's what we have to do with our lives. Again, I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to you. We have to stop listening to everything because actually it's just a distraction. It's just a distraction to make us feel as though we are learning, growing, getting better. When in actuality, if we take a time, take time to meditate on what we already know or what we have taken in based on what's important to us and we assess ourselves, meditate to see, am I applying what I'm learning? Have I applied what I've learned? Am I making decisions that the decisions that I make made today do they align with what I've learned? What I decided yesterday, the day before, last week, three months ago, a year ago, five years ago, did those decisions align with those goals that, I, that I've set for myself? And if not, why not? And if not, how do I change that tomorrow? And if they do, good job. Pat yourself on the back. Let's do it again the next day. But we need to take the time to meditate. We need to take the time to assess. And literally, it can literally take you five minutes. You know, it may be that you write yourself a question or three questions that you answer at the end of each day. Or you may decide you may be a morning person and you may do it in the morning, right? I encourage you not to do it in the middle of the day. Maybe you can do it at lunchtime. I don't know. But our minds are usually more clear in the morning when we first wake up. And at the end of the night, usually we are either planning for the next day, our mind is going through what's going through the next day, or we're reflecting on what we've done for the day. But either way, those are typically two times that work really well for people. So just simply take a few minutes, three minutes, five minutes, and say, answer the questions. And if you write the questions out, so that you answer two or three questions every day, then again, it's one less decision you have to make. And it's one less barrier for you to say, oh, I don't want to think about this because all you already know, all I have to do is answer these questions. But it's so vital for the progress of moving forward versus 
just walking through getting by day by day. If you ever feel like the days are just mundane or you're just doing the same thing over and over, it's because you're not finding progress in yourself, in your day. And that can be frustrating for anybody as humans. We all like to feel like we're moving forward. So take some time to meditate. Say, take some time to assess. Take some time to think about what you are doing because then you will find that you are motivated to do differently. And that sets a goal for us. And we are people who are progressive just by nature, whether you believe that about yourself or not, or you can see it in your in your life right now or not, but we are. And so when we recognize where we are and it's different from where we want to be, that's a good thing because then it allows you, your brain to say, okay, now that I have analyzed where I am, but it's not where I want to be, awesome. I Now I can clearly make a decision on what I need to do to get there. And then when the moments come where you are where you want to be, we arrive and then we always set new goals, but we celebrate those moments where I say, oh my goodness, my goal for the day was to not eat bread. I ate no bread. Ah, that's going to get me to my goal of losing seven pounds that much quicker. Yay. Praise the Lord. Or you get to that point where you lose the seven pounds and you celebrate, right? But all of that happens on a day-by-day basis, decision by decision basis. And it happens more effectively and efficiently when we take time to meditate, think carefully, think deeply about what we are doing each and every day, how we are thinking each and every day so that we can make a decision about how to either continue that or tweak something to do a little differently the next day to get us a little closer to those ideas, those ideals and those goals and those dreams that we have. So stop listening to everything. Take some time to meditate today. Make it a habit daily and watch your life change a little bit. I'll see you on the next episode. Stop listening to everything and everybody. Turn off some of your podcasts. Turn off some of the YouTube. Turn off the streaming services, or at least. The programming. Turn that off. And I know that sounds contradictory because you're listening to me on a podcast. But there's a reason I'm telling that you need to turn it off because it is not serving you. And it is not actually getting you closer to the goals and the dreams and the desires that you say that you have. And I want to tell you what actually will help you get there. You've probably heard it before, but we're going to talk about it. But if you want to know what it is, tune in.
So I've decided to do solo episodes for the podcast. So that means you get to hang out with me for about 20, maybe 25 minutes to talk about all things around building a coaching business and the mindset and life that we deal with when it comes to building anything that we want to build in life. And so I'm Kanisha Hart. I am the host of the Coach Up podcast. And I'm super excited to talk with you a little bit today. So let's dive in and see what we're talking about today on the Coach Up podcast solo episode. Thank you for tuning in with me today and listening to this episode of the Coach Up podcast. I am excited to share with you my thoughts that I get to cultivate through my conversations with the amazing coaches that I talk through talk with. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Coach Up podcast. I am excited to be able to share with you the thoughts and ideas that I get to cultivate through the amazing conversations I have with the coaches that I interview through the information that I get to take in on a daily basis, whether it's from other podcasts or YouTubes or sermons or pastors that I listen to or books that I'm reading or the Bible that I get to spend time with Jesus, wherever it's coming from, that all have to do with building our life, building our business, building what it is that we want to do. And so I want to share that with you and I share my thoughts and I hope that they will help you in some way. So I appreciate you tuning in and I'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Coach Up Podcast, whether it's with my guests or whether it's with me. See you then.